Hey folks, welcome back to Pocket Counselor. This is your host, Mike Robb, getting my microphone adjusted here. Um, so I'm sitting at a remote location today. Got out of the studio. Believe it or not, Annabelle, the executive producer, let me out. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Annabelle is my lovely cat. I'll have to put up a photo of her at some point. Um, so she let me out, and I'm doing a remote of Pocket Counselor. So I'm sitting at a beach in the vehicle because social distancing still in effect here in New York State, despite the fact there are probably at least 30 people on the beach right now. They must not have gotten that memo, but... It's absolutely beautiful. There's cotton candy colored skies. The sun is setting. The city is off to the right in the distance. It's a beautiful location for this. And I've been hoping to do this for some time. And so today is the day for that. So now I'm going to say something that strikes fear in the heart of most people which is I don't have a specific script or guideline for what I'm going to do today. We're just going to talk and see where things go. I wanted to do a couple things. I have sort of a mental checklist in mind and maybe go from there. Last couple of episodes, we've had kind of more scripted stuff. We had a guided relaxation last time, which I hope you enjoyed. Those seem to be pretty popular. And we've also had some interviews, which, well, one interview, which is uh, doing very well according to the analytics. So someone out there must be listening to it. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was you know, especially in the time of coronavirus and all that's kind of transpired, it's bringing, at least in my mind, kind of rethinking how we socialize and how that works. And one of the things I've thought probably far too much about is social anxiety. A lot of people out there, maybe even you, uh, experience anxiety in large groups. Um, you know, it's interesting. We talk about social anxiety and immediately people think, well, that's someone who gets social just basically leaving their, sorry, that's someone who gets anxious just leaving their front door. And that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of different forms of it. And so an example might be some people don't like large crowds. You know, going to a Bruce Springsteen concert and sitting in the front row might be just too much. 
for others, you might get socially anxious in uh, situations. Maybe a large crowd is okay because you can kind of be anonymous. Um, but more one-on-one -on -one situations where, you know, there's a potential for a person disapproving of you or judging, that might be a bigger trigger for your anxiety. So I've kind of wondered how people with social anxiety are doing during this crisis. Is it sort of a, a welcome? I, I, I hesitate to say the word welcomed because I don't think anyone wishes this on the world, but is it, um, you know, kind of a stress reliever? You don't have to make excuses for not leaving to go to a party with people. What's that like? I especially think of like younger people in college where socializing is definitely maybe a little more pressure put on that in college. And, you know, I kind of wonder how that works, where now you can say, oh, I wish I could, but we have the virus. just kind of interesting to think about you know it's um it's something to consider how that affects people so i think that one thing that's often misunderstood and i did have on my mental checklist to talk to you about today is the difference between being an introvert and feeling socially anxious so a lot of times people will say, oh, that person is shy. Um, they don't like to socialize. They must be an introvert. And that's not necessarily so. So there's actually been pretty extensive studies on this. And... They're basically, what they say are there are three types of people. There are extroverts. And, you know, kind of colloquially speaking, we all know those people as the life of the party. They're outgoing. And we know introverts is kind of shy and reserved. Well, that's not really the real definition. So the real definition is extroverts gain energy off of being around others. So they feel energized, enthusiastic when they're out partying, socializing, just talking to others. Whereas an introvert is going to lose energy through that. And the introvert might need time alone or by themselves to just kind of recoup. And so when you think about introversion, don't associate that with being shy. It isn't really shyness. Shyness, I think, would be more in the realm of social anxiety. And, you know, I'm wondering where you think you fall on that spectrum, if you will, between extrovert and introvert. So, there's a third category 
case you feel you don't fall solidly on one side or the other, there is something called an ambivert. And that's someone who's kind of somewhere in the middle there. You know, they like socializing, they enjoy time to themselves, uh, sort of nicely right in the middle there. And I would say that that's probably a lot of people. So if you wanted to learn more about social anxiety, uh, there's a lot of good help out there. If you find that you get anxious in social situations, you get anxious uh, speaking to others, things like that, you know, I would recommend getting some help because it's actually very treatable. It's something that's very easy to work on. And uh, unlike a lot of things in life, it's very easy to tell if you're feeling less anxious. So it's very measurable. And, you know, I would encourage you to reach out for some help with that. If you're interested in learning more about introversion, there's this great book. And it's written by a lady named Susan Cain. See, I think it's C-A-I-N. And it's called Quiet. And it's a really good book. And basically the whole premise of that book is that just because you might be quieter or an introvert, it doesn't mean you can't have the exact same qualities people sometimes unfairly actually put on extroverts. Like you can still be just as good a leader. You can do all of the exact same things. So there is definitely that bias in life about extroverts versus introverts. So that was one thing I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today. And stay tuned right after the break. We're going to just have some odds and ends and finish up the second half of the podcast. We'll see you right on the other side. So that was amazing. Right after I finished recording the second um, clip of that of the podcast, it proceeded to then delete it. Or more than likely, I just pressed the wrong thing because that happens too. So here I am re-recording what I had just recorded. And so I guess uh, something I had been also wanting to think about is kind of reflection. I think that the quarantine, uh, staying at home more, isolating more, uh, it gives you a lot of time for reflection. And I'm wondering what you've been reflecting about. You know, there's, um, A lot that comes to my mind that I reflect about, definitely one thing, or just kind of what are my values, which appear in my mind as what do I miss, right? So something that 
definitely pops into my mind, at least on a daily basis, is I, I really miss traveling. And so in thinking about that more and going down the introspection tunnel, you know, I think, well, that's, um, that's definitely a value of mine and exploration. which I blame firmly on the fact my parents bought me uh, Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island at about age eight. And uh, it remains probably my favorite book. I think there's always a little bit of that in me where I think, well, I would love to explore new places. I'm wondering if that's the same for you as well. Is that something that you miss? You know, is that something you find to be a value? What else are you, when you're thinking about it, and if you haven't, that's okay too, but think about it a little bit on how kind of you can reflect during this quarantine. Maybe set out a little bit of time every day to reflect Think about what matters to you. You know, it's interesting. I've been doing this podcast for a little bit now. And I hadn't really thought of how much it means to me until I went just slightly over a week without it. And I'll tell you, folks, it honestly felt like I was missing some key part of my life. And it was just really unique where I was like, huh. I really need to get back and do a podcast episode. And so here we are with a completely unscripted episode. Nothing planned, just me and a microphone. So, you know, you think about the things that you have a value in, or that you value in your life. Family is definitely something I value. My loved ones. I wish that, you know, even though we have Zoom and all the technology in the world, I really do wish that I could be closer and hug them. Things like that. You know, that's um, that's definitely a key thing for me. I'm trying to think what else would be of value. I should have a lot more, right? You know, one thing that's, you know, a value to me, but not an obsession is uh, politics. What do I mean by that? What the heck are you talking about, Mike? I can hear you all saying it right now. Well, I think that for the first month or so of COVID, it was all... COVID all the time. And this was um, obviously a horrible thing, not good for the world, but it was really absolutely refreshing in some ways to turn on the TV and not have to face partisan politics at every turn. Maybe you found that too. I think it's, it's something that you see in any national tragedy or catastrophe where people start noticing that we have a lot more in common than we have as differences. 
I think that's just crucial. So that's something I value is that, that feeling of being united. That's a good feeling. That actually makes me feel better. Another thing that helps me feel better, and you know, you can label all of this under the, the grand scheme of coping skills, but you can also just describe as values, what's important to you. And that's definitely being out in the natural world. Being near water is uh, hugely important to me. I don't think I could live in a place that wasn't near some large body of water. I don't think I could. Uh, I guess that's the Jungian in me for all you counselors listening, but it's, uh, it's just such a crucial part of my life. And, you know, I'm thinking, I, I hope the people, I hope you listening to this podcast at, at home or in your car or wherever you might listen to it, you know, I hope that you do a little reflecting at least once during this virus and quarantine. And we're going on, what, three months. So I hope you could take at least... 10 minutes out of three months and think and kind of reflect, well, what, what's important to me coming out of this virus? What's, what matters? You know, I, I don't think, and I have no statistical data to back this up, uh, no significant P value or anything like that, but I don't know of anyone who is saying, man, I wish, I wish I could be back at the slot machine or the poker table. Um, you know, maybe it's changed. I guess we'll see once things reopen again, maybe it's changed kind of how we will act. You know, and as soon as I've said that, I've realized that no casinos are definitely not going to go out of business and it's no slam against them. But, you know, it's interesting to think, well, what are the things we used to do that we realize we can kind of live without? It's food for thought, as they say. So I'm still sitting down here at the beach and the crowds have all moved on by this point. In the sun, it's just beautiful. It's sad because it's 9.30 at night here, but uh, there's still kind of that orangish halo on the horizon. And the water in front of me is incredibly still. There's ripples, but they're very calm ripples. So they're very easy to see. It's almost like glass. It's just, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. There's a few boats out on the water, like small fishing boats, that kind of thing. But it's very serene. I hope that you have something like this in your life where you can go and just be present in it and, uh, you know, enjoy the natural beauty of it. It's, uh, 
it's just so important and it, at least for me i find it kind of almost feeds me um spiritually like on a spiritual level it's it's uh just critical so folks that's gonna be it for today i feel like i've talked to you probably far more than you wanted thank you for bearing with me through a completely unscripted podcast but i'm glad i had a chance to talk to you about social anxiety and introversion and extroversion you know that's all been on my mind is maybe doing an episode about that and uh so drop me a line on twitter you can tweet at me at mike rob lmhc rob with two b's or you can send me an email at mike rob counselor at gmail.com I always love to hear ideas for things you want to hear more about. You know, what would you like me to talk about on the show? What's something you'd like to learn about? You know, we have a, a wide range of things we can do here. And I try to make it pretty broad, pretty general. So it kind of fits for everybody in some way. So until next time, this is Mike Robb. Host of Pocket Counselor signing out. I hope you all have a good Memorial Day and uh, stay safe, stay well, and we'll talk to you next time.